Revival is when we have great zeal, great love, great, just something great for the Lord, and others see it, and they desire it. So that's my definition of revival. In other words, things are going on so amazing in you that others will see it, and they want what you have. Actually, that's how I really got filled with the Spirit. That's exactly what happened. I was singing in a church with my wife, and it was, many of you have heard this story already, but it, it was a totally dead church, except for like 10, 12 people over here, you know? And they... These people were smiling and having a great time, and the rest of the church looked like you could cart them out. You know, they were dead, and including the pastor. Uh, but the assistant pastor was one of those 10, and I went up to him, and I said, okay, you have something. I want it. How do I get it? But basically, that's what I said to him. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, my wife and I will come and we'll pray over you and your wife and we'll talk. And that's what happened and we were never the same after that. Uh, God just did a, a mighty work in us. Uh, I believe that when you are filled with the power of God's spirit, other people will see it. And when other people see it, they will want it. They will understand and so, we are still to do all the things we're supposed to do in terms of sharing and stuff, but until we actually have power in our lives, we are not going to be as effective as I believe God would have us be. So, you can turn the page over again to the front. I call this, well, in years past, I called this my 10 R's, Actually, they're more than 10 hours now, but, uh, but let's call it God's appointed times are a pattern for our daily walk with the Lord. And so I've tried to point out, as you can see on your sheet, and by the way, if anybody in, in uh, Facebook land wants a copy of this, you're going to have to email me or just send me some, some, some way so, and I'll get it to you. But at any rate, uh, you'll see that Rosh Hashanah is a time when we are to reflect and to recognize our sin, and we begin the spirit of repentance. So that's why we have it for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, because we obviously repent on Yom Kippur too. And then once we've repented, we, um, we, we're redeemed from our sins that we are atoned for. We're reconciled, which means we come close to God. And if God has done the real work in us, if, if we have allowed him to really clean us out well, we will actually be reconciled to man too. There won't be anybody who we'll have a problem with. That's how strong God is. And then when we are clean before God and clean before man, you are going to sense this amazing rush of love and mercy from God that you have never experienced before. And when you get that love and that mercy, 
it is time for Sukkot. It's time to rejoice. It's time then to remember. Look, once you rejoice and you feel that deep joy in your spirit, you are remembering, you're, you're remembering what God has done for you. And so the next thing you want to do is retell everybody what he has done for you and the results of those, of going through this, this walk, is renewal, refreshment, regeneration. You're restored. Your faith becomes relevant. And so my first suggestion is really spend some time with this sheet because I believe it, it has some pieces in it that all of us need. Now, let me just say this. If you look at the list from 1 to 10, one thing I believe is that 1 through 3 are your foundation. And 4 through 10 are the result of 1 through 3. If you don't have one through three down, you will not get to the other numbers. You've got to reflect, meaning you've got to be introspective. You've got to take a look. Because if you don't take a look, you can go years without even thinking you're a sinner. You know that the other people are. I mean, you see them all the time. They're those sinners. You, you don't do what they do, so you're not a sinner. But when we reflect, we, we truly see what God wants us to see. And then we, so we recognize it. That's what happens. We start looking, we recognize it, and we say, you know, as, as we say in Yiddish or in German, this is schmutz. This is dirt. We got to get rid of it. And so we repent. And that's the third key. We repent. So what happens is when we repent seriously before the Lord after we've reflected and recognized, then God does the work. He redeemed us. He has reconciled us. We receive his God, love and mercy. We're rejoicing because that's work he's done in us. We are remembering and we're ready to retell because of what God has done. And the result is we're walking around like crazy people. Talking about God at all times. You can't stop us. It's not about signing up for Monday and Thursday. It's about signing up for a time where you don't talk about God. Just to give yourself a rest. This is what revival is. It's... Now, we see biblically that Yeshua sent out his disciples two by two. So let's not say that's not a correct way to do it. But, but you know, once those 3,000 got saved, they were going all over the place. And in all these cities, congregations started popping up. Because these people could not restrain themselves. They were just so excited. I, 
Brandy and I yesterday were visiting uh, someone in the hospital, and uh, Brandy was again telling me a little bit of her testimony. And I just sat there and I went, I can't believe this. Ask her sometime about her testimony. you know, if I went through what Brandy had gone through, I, I don't know if I could ever think, ever, ever be unsure about God. I mean, God has done such miracles in her life. So listen to me, Brandy. <laughs> um, but uh, so God wants us Number one, to reflect, let's go to number one for a second. Reflect on our relationship with God. There are two things you only need to worry about in terms of reflecting. One is your relationship with God. One is your relationship with people. If you can do these two things right, wow, you're going to be amazing. You're going to be amazing. Deuteronomy 6, we say it all the time on Saturdays, 6-5, love Adonai, your God, with all your heart, soul, strength. These words I'm commanding you today are to be in your heart. If, I, I mean, if you're loving God, I really believe you want to be in the house of God with his people and, and worshiping together. There's a time to worship alone. There's a time to worship together. But God wants both. We can see it in his word. Israel was most of the time we read together when they worship God. You'll notice that the nation was being spoken to. The people were being spoken to. In fact, we don't see very often, except in the leadership, what we would call a personal relationship with God. We see it with Moses, obviously, and Daniel, and and some of the others. But we don't see it necessarily with others except in groups, in groups. So we, we have to really check out our relationship with God. How would you even figure out if you have a good relationship with God or not? Well... Let's try this. If your father lived five minutes away from you in Tampa, and you saw and talked to him once a month, that probably would not be considered a great relationship. If you talk to him once a week, that's probably more reasonable, and if you talk to him every day, you would say you're close. I think it's the same thing with God. Now, I understand this really well because I had a helicopter father. You know what that is? One who is always in control, always peering down on you. I was married. I was living, oh, a couple hundred miles away from my dad. Uh, I was working, uh, but I still, every Tuesday and Thursday, I had to call him at 6.30, and if I didn't, he'd call out the police. 
it's just the way he was, you know? And um, I remember once we were at a concert, my wife and I, and uh, I forgot to call him. I mean, he was going ballistic. And you know, there weren't cell phones in those days, so it's not like I could take the phone out of my pocket and just, hey, Dad. Uh, no. So, you know, you have to find the nearest phone. Does everybody remember what a phone booth is? Yeah. Okay. So a phone booth, you know, you go to the phone booth. Okay. Anyway, you get the idea. Relationship with God is key. And I think the, one of the best ways to know is about frequency, how often you get with him. Then another thing is if you if you feel that you could only speak for a minute or two, you only have time for a couple minutes, even if it's every day, I wouldn't call that a really close relationship. But if you can talk to your father who is in heaven for an hour a day, now we're getting somewhere. You, you are really developing a relationship with him. If you're reading his word, his instruction book, for a good portion of time, you know, I don't, I don't want to get legalistic and say you have to pray an hour, you have to do this, you have to do that. I, but I am saying that if you're going to reflect on your relationship with God, don't blame him if you don't hear his voice, if you don't spend time with him. Right? Doesn't that make sense? You don't spend time, you don't hear his voice. You spend time, you will hear his voice. I guarantee you. Maybe not in the beginning, but as the scripture says, don't get tired of doing good, you know? So definitely. The other thing is relationship with other, with people. And, and that's a little more dicey because people really hurt us. <laughs> they really do. People say the darndest things and they hurt us. And many times they don't mean to hurt us. Other times, they're only looking out for themselves, and they're hurting because they're just filled with themselves. That's different situations. Whatever the situation is, God is asking us to be in right relationship with all the people who are made in his image. Now, regardless of how much you don't like some of these people, they are made in his image. So that means you have to be right with everybody. In fact, remember that irritating scripture, what's it, in Mar Matthew 6, I believe it is, where it says, if you know somebody has something against you, you have to go to them. It's not you have something against them. If they have something against you and you know about it, you have to go to them before you give your sacrifice on the altar. So, We've just finished 10 days of awe. We are into Sukkot, but I've got to ask the question, is there anybody in your life that you are not reconciled with? Now, some people won't allow you to reconcile. You know what I mean by that? In other words, they won't permit it. So then you have to look at the scripture as much as it depends on you you're at peace with everybody. In other words, you've tried. You've given it your all. You've been creative. Maybe you come back in another year and try it again. 
But all I'm saying is you don't give up, on, but you don't become a nag and just say, I have to because the Bible says I have to. No, this is a heart issue, and you, you got to sense it. But, but you don't give up because God wants you to reconcile. It's the only ministry that God has given us in Scripture, specifically, where he says you have the ministry of reconciliation. It's the only ministry. So it's got to be important. It's got to be important. So then you, and, and most, you can divide your sins into three categories. I don't know if you've ever done this. You can divide them into sins against God, sins against people, and sins against yourself. That pretty well will cover it. If you're clean in those three categories, you're pretty clean. You, you've done it. You're, you're good. This is the foundation of, you know, I, I hope some of you are goal-oriented. I'm a, I'm a goal-oriented person. I, li I like goals, and then I like to achieve them. Then it makes me feel good. I've gotten there. And... The, the goals are really numbers 4 through 10 are all goals. And these goals you will achieve by doing 1 through 3. And that means that if you are not rejoicing, then there's an area that is you're struggling with. It's probably an area of some sort of sin. So, let me give you an example. You say, well, okay, I have no money. I'm thousands of dollars in debt. I, you expect me to rejoice? Yeah, mm-hmm, I do. Um, because if we don't trust in the Lord, I believe that's a sin. And of the three categories, I think it's a sin against ourselves. Because when we don't trust God, we are not going to rejoice. We are going to we are going to feel bad. We're going to we're going to everybody around us will feel bad because they're looking at our sorry face. And and we're just going to make them feel bad. They're going to say, "Well, what can I do to help?" You'll say, "I'll do nothing because we're all martyrs, right?" And and it'll just go on and on like that. We're complicated people. We really are. So what God wants you to do, I believe, is re reflect, recognize your sins, repent of your sins, and then just allow God, look at these other things and count them off and say, okay, do I feel like I'm rejoicing? And if not, figure out why. Go back to reflecting. Why am I not rejoicing today? There was this guy uh, met yesterday, um, yesterday or the day before. Uh, I can't remember his name, but they, they, his friends dub him the happy, uh, whatever his name was, because he's always happy. And and he was, he was just laughing and rejoicing, and it, it was it was just so amazing to see. 
uh, his reaction to everything as we talked, uh, you know, it just made me smile. God has a job for us. We can't behave the way our gut tells us. We can't behave the way we feel. We have to behave in faith. Everything is about faith. And by faith, you can rejoice. By faith, you won't be sad. By faith, you won't get discouraged. By faith, you won't be disappointed. By faith, you can reconcile with the worst person who has done so many bad things to you. You can forgive them. You can reconcile. This is really what I believe the pattern of God's appointed times. And as we look at this, we are, if we are going through reflecting, recognizing, repenting, and then we're aware of these other things, and we're retelling, and we're doing these things because we're excited, we have no choice but to be involved in revival. And so I say I'm goal-oriented. I'm, I'm challenging me just like I'm challenging you. How many know I get discouraged? Okay, there it is. But I shouldn't. And I really shouldn't. God has been so good to me and has blessed me in so many ways. But I'll tell you some, one other thing, then I'll close soon. And that is this. I don't know why this happens. Think about a day where like five, six, eight things were great. And you could count them off. Count them off. Eight things, terrific, right? And then towards the end of the day, one thing happens, just one, that is disturbing. Is there anybody here who thinks about the eight things that were great or the one thing that's disturbing? We get consumed by what's disturbing rather than focusing on the great. Yes, sir. All right. Yes. Have him give the message with me. So... It, there's so many stories that I could tell about this subject. I mean, I remember, um, you know, when I first came to Shoresh David, I remember the first year or two, I wanted everything to be perfect. And when something wasn't perfect at services, I got angry at the person who was responsible for not, you know, for making the mistake. Oh, and if somebody came in late, I was like a basket case. Well, you know how far that got me. Um, I had to learn that, that that reaction is not a winning reaction. I didn't, 
by, by getting after people, look, I'm not saying I shouldn't correct, but I'm saying by, by, by getting tense and allowing people to see a, that side of um, that tension that was there didn't endear me to anybody. We have to understand. Can you imagine if you had your seven-year-old child with you at all times? Of course, some parents don't seem to care, but, uh, and you were modeling for them good behavior. I know the other day I was on the phone with, um, who was I on the phone with? It wasn't AT&T, uh, was it Verizon? Oh no, it was Macy's. Paying a bill for my wife for, with Macy's. I was on the phone for about 40 minutes. Now, this is the fifth month in a row I was on the phone for 40 minutes. And I knew Karen was in the office next door to me. And so when I was finished, I went to Karen and I said, so did I lose my salvation? <laughs> I mean, was I okay? And she said, nah, you, you did pretty well considering. Because obviously when I get a little bit heated, I get a little louder. And so I knew she could hear me easily. Um, so I, I asked her because it's hard when you speak to people who you feel aren't giving you the time of day, it's, it's hard to not be upset with them. So these are things that we have to learn. And it seems like God wants me to learn it really well because every month it seems to be happening uh, on more, more than one occasion with more than one company where you know there's some mix up, there's some problem or something. So, what I'm asking you to do is, I know I haven't gone over any of the scriptures on the sheet, and I don't plan on it, really, but I'm asking you to spend some time with this sheet and really reflect on your life and see where you are and see where you need to be. Try and figure out if, you haven't received four through 10, why? Why? And I believe God will show you why. And I believe that God wants to renew us, refresh us, regenerate us, restore us, so that our faith is relevant, not only to me, but to others. So, Let's finish by saying this. Look, turn on the back of the sheet again. The last line, once again, which is underlined. Revival is when we have great zeal for the Lord and others see it and desire it. One thought about that and then we will close. And that is this. How many times have we said to somebody, you shouldn't judge me? And that is just biblically untrue. <laughs> we are to be judged by everybody at all times. 
And if we understand that our behavior is going to affect anybody or everybody around us, it is reasonable to know that we have to be revived at all times. We have to, rather than telling people about how God is so good, let them see it in us. Rather than telling them what a miracle-working God he is, let us be an example of a miracle. Let God just rest. You know, we sang that one song, um, You Are My Rest, O God. Just rest. See, there, there's some of you who are, I don't know if it's a type A person, but whatever it is, are going to listen to this message and you're going to be upset and you're going to say, okay, what do I have to do? And, and get yourself crazy. You have missed the message if you do that. Somehow you have to go through and look and not make yourself guilty and feel like you've been, you know, corrected. You just are asking God to refresh you, to give you his living waters so you can walk every day as a person who has joy and peace and, and just senses the love of God at all times. And if you can do that, you're going the right path. So don't stress out if you're not you know, if you don't fill the bill, I don't fill the bill. And, uh, you know, and after listening to myself for a half hour, I'm going to have to take this sheet and deal with it. Because it is easy for me to not do it. I'll just say, hey, I'm the rabbi. I made the sheet. I know what's on it. Well, that's great. But what's in your heart, Steve? We're not asking if you know what's on the sheet. You know, the enemy knows Yeshua. But he doesn't have a heart for Yeshua. But he knows all about He knows all the scriptures. He's got it. The question is, are we willing to do the work to see the renewal? So let's pray for renewal, but let's also believe God for our renewal. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you, Lord. For I am asking, Lord, that you touch the hearts of each and every person here, that they would not just say, oh, Weiler's just yapping, but that but there would be a real depth to the desire to look at oneself and say, Lord, talk to me. Tell me what I need so I can do it, so I can rejoice always, so I can be encouraged always and be encouragement that people would see that the joy that you have in me 
And I believe that by faith is my strength. So Lord, pour out your spirit on us. And let us see your revival in the name of Yeshua.